Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode number 13 of the Talking to the Mic podcast. Uh, episode number 13. We're rocking along, guys. And uh, yeah, we're still kicking. I know it's a little bit later. I normally do them on Monday, but yeah, time's been a bit crazy with the whole kids off school because of school closures and all that. So I thought I'd uh, jump on tonight and try and get one out. So. Anyway, um, so what do we got? First of the third, twenty twenty-two at nine p.m. First of the third, where I keep saying this year's going pretty quick. We're already in the third month now, so yeah, man. Like I say, this year is going quick, same as every other year. But yeah, oh, excuse me, guys. So. As a lot of you may have seen, a lot of you may have been affected by this, we're getting pretty severe, well, we're getting pretty severe weather over the weekend in Queensland and in northern New South Wales. Some of you may have been affected by it. Um, I hope everybody's safe. I hope everybody's house and belongings and cars and family and everything is safe. I know there's been some really, really horrible events going on over the weekend. Brisbane's copped a lot. Ipswich and Gympie, um, I think last I read there was eight, eight lives taken from the floods, so thoughts and prayers go out to those families, um, tragic, really, really sad, but yeah, there's been some, uh, there's been some serious waterfall in, uh, in Queensland going on, so I know Friday night we were watching, um, the Facebook page that we follow, um, Higgins Storm Chasers, really good um, page for you guys to follow on weather events and anything like that, they're very, very thorough, they do a really, really good job, so give them a follow if you guys aren't, but yeah, we kept watching those guys and um, all the warnings they were putting out, and and uh, yeah, watching the radars there, radars a lot easier to follow than bomb, they seem to, yeah, they seem to have a lot better graphics and everything, so like I said, give those guys a follow if you if you're interested in that, guys. But yeah, it's been um it's been a pretty eventful weekend, and um, like I said, I feel sorry and I feel for the people down in New South Wales, northern New South Wales. I know Lismore has been evacuated, I believe. Well, there's been parts of Lismore that have been evacuated. Um, yeah, it's it's really sad when this happens. Um, I know this is no one's fault; it's Mother Nature. It happens, but it's been um, pretty interesting, and the road closures, and yeah, it's been, whew. there was definitely some heavy, heavy rain there, and uh, yeah, like I said, I hope everybody's safe, hope everybody stayed dry, and hope all your friends and family are all okay. So, <clears throat> driving around work on Monday, I did go to work, um, it was very quiet, didn't stay the whole day because obviously they were more sort of rain warnings and stuff so they sort of just said you know knock it off and just keep an eye on the weather and yeah so I didn't I didn't work all day but still went out but I noticed something that I know they put out warnings all the time when there's storms and when there's heavy rain don't let your kids play in the in the estuaries or in the overflow or in the stormwater areas but I drove around on Monday and I seen so many kids playing in the stormwaters 
or jumping off bridges where there normally isn't water, but there's water there now, and playing on the side of the road where there's overflow and... <coughs> Excuse me, guys. And I'm just driving and I'm thinking, one, where are the parents? And two, is that really safe? Like, I know there was one area where I drove around that was in coming out of Bundle, and there's normally a footbridge there where some of you may all know where the Sorrento Park is, where the basketball courts are and everything. There's a footbridge there. Now, normally there isn't water at this footbridge, but there's, there is a little creek to the side of it. But there were kids jumping off this bridge. And I mean, they weren't big kids. They would have been maybe 10 or 12, I think. I'm going off what they sort of size of them, but... I just thought, that's not safe. Like, you just don't know what's in that water. You don't know what debris in there. I mean, you don't even really know how deep it is either. So, yeah, I just thought that was really not cool. Well, not safe, anyway. I'm different if you're playing on an oval or a sports field where there's heaps of water. Because I look at it like, well, the only thing that's there is grass. So, you're not really going to hurt yourself in that situation. So... I don't really have a problem with that side of it. Not that I have a problem with any of this. I just think as a father, yeah, not something I would do. I know my kids probably would have loved it, but I wouldn't let my kids do it. And I mean, I know that's something I would have done back in the day, but don't know. Just that, uh, just the old uh, parent hat coming out while you're uh, observing what's going on. So, and the other thing I've seen is um, they posted on the. Um, I think it was in Varsity Lakes on the community page there. It um, There were snakes sitting on top of the leaves and debris in some of the areas there. And I'm like, man, these kids are playing in these waters and there's snakes floating around. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy. So, yeah, but I guess that's going to happen. There's snakes around, so they got to uh, find somewhere to go and there's lots of water. But, yeah, hopefully everybody was safe. Thoughts and prayers go out to everybody that's been affected by this. It's been, uh, like I said, it's been a pretty, uh, pretty full-on wet weekend. Just got to wet the old whistle there, guys. Um, so yeah, as far as the weekend went, like I said, it's been a very wet weekend here on Gold Coast. We didn't get affected by it too bad. We haven't been flooded. Um, we've all been pretty good. But yeah, lots and lots of water. So obviously the weekend didn't really do too much. It was a pretty quiet one. Um, I know my my eldest daughter went out on a shopping date with a couple of her friends from school. One of their mums took them out, took them down to Pacific Fair. So they had a bit of a shopping day running around and as kids do. But it's just when she came home, I had that thing just watching her and watching the things she bought i'm like oh man oh man she's growing up too quick it's uh yeah 11 going on 20 and um then she came home and she showed me some of the things she's bought and she's bought like these face scrubs and you know concealers and all, all these face creams and everything she's right into all that at the moment and i'm just yeah the inside of my dad brain's just going, no, no, it's too soon, no. Oh, yeah. And then 
my wife took my uh, middle daughter out shopping as well because she wanted to uh, renovate or redo redo her bedroom, we'll say. Um, my eldest daughter did her room a couple of months ago. They just changed a few things. They got rid of a few things, you know, changed the doing a cover and pillowcases and put some decorative pictures up and things like that. And so she wanted to do the same, so they went and did that. Um, same thing, she bought a new dinner cover, some pillowcases, some pictures, just to decorate it and make it all nice, and yeah, she's, uh, she's got a nice big girl room now, if only they will keep them clean, then I'll be happy, so, but yeah, that was the weekend, so, while all the ladies were out shopping, I was at home with the little one, um, she hasn't been very well lately, so, yeah, so, we've, uh, we've decided to just keep her home as much as we can, and then going on to that on Saturday night, because she's not well, she had a very, very rough night. And uh, parents of little ones, newborns, you guys will feel this one, but yeah, she had a very rough night. She woke up about 11.30, and I think the wife and I managed to get her back to sleep at about 3 o'clock. Um, so yeah, very unsettled, not well, like I said, but... Yeah, so at one point, we couldn't get her to settle. We brought her down to our room because we thought, well, she's getting pretty loud now. She might wake up the other girls. So we'll bring her down to our room and we'll see how she goes. That was probably a bit of a mistake. We brought her into our room and it was like it was playtime. It was almost like someone gave the kid caffeine. She just went on a mad high, rolling around on top of my wife and I, screaming it was like it was playtime it was it was insane but she's all fired up and rolling around and all happy and my wife and I lie and they're just going we're so tired just go to sleep because at this stage I think this was probably about oh this would have been about maybe two close to two one thirty two o'clock so <laughs> needless to say Sunday my wife and I were pretty tired and pretty yeah pretty out of it so but that's what happens when you have kids so yeah that it, it is what it is so um i was meant to mention this last week actually guys on the podcast my wife and i finally got to go out on a date we haven't been out on a date for a while just because fun babysitters for the kids and um just finding time and then money and all that but was a couple of weeks ago on a Friday night. We managed to go out and have a date night. And it was really fun. It was really cool just spending time with the missus, no kids. But my wife threw this concept to me that she wanted to try. And I thought, oh, this could be fun. So we get in the car and we start the car. We go out the driveway. We go just down the road a little bit. And what you do is you play rock, paper, scissors. Whoever wins picks what meal you have at that time. So the way we did it is we did an entree, a main, and a dessert. So we, first one, we're doing rock, paper, scissors. My wife won, so she got to pick the entree. I wasn't allowed to know what it was. I just had to drive to the destination. So we went there, and we ended up going to Sushi Train, and we got uh, pork dumplings and some calamari as an entree. And then I won the main, so rock, paper, scissors, won the main. And we ended up, we've spoken about going to this place for a little while. And we ended up driving down to Cool and Gatta. And it's this 
burger place that used to be up this end of the coast, or more so in South Southport or Merrimack, it used to be, and it was called Big Chiefs. Some of you may know it, some of you may not. We haven't had it for years, and we used to go there. We used to go there regularly, not regularly, but you used to, you know you take away night, you go have a burger. So we were like, no, nah, we're gonna go try this because we've got babysitters, we can take our time. So we drove down to Coolangatta to go to Big Chiefs, got the burger we used to get. And then we went up to Point Point Danger, ate up there, nice view, um, really good. Like I said, we, we had a really good night. It was just nice to be able to spend time with each other, talking, without having to say, oh, sure, oh, don't listen to this, or oh, turn the music down, or stop arguing with your sister, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, that was good. And then um, leaving Point Danger, rock, paper, scissors again, my wife ended up winning dessert, and she wanted some Krispy Kreme. So we went, uh, we started heading back towards home. There's a BP here in Coomera. They have a Krispy Kreme shop attached to the servo. So we got some Krispy Kreme donuts and um, then came home. But yeah, it was a really good night. I recommend your couples out there or whatever, give it a go. It was actually really fun and it was an interesting night because normally we're that typical couple that you see and you hear about that, oh, what do you want to eat? Oh, I don't know. What do you want? Oh, you pick. Oh, you pick. Blah, 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 blah. And it just takes forever to try and find a meal. So this was really cool in the fact that if you won, there was no arguments, you got to pick. So yeah, we had a lot of fun. It was really nice to have a date night with the wife. So just sort of throw that out there. It was a couple of weeks ago, but yeah, thought I'd, uh, thought I'd put it out there. So, um, I'm still enjoying my KO sport. I'm, uh, I'm loving watching the basketball at the moment. Haven't watched much other sports on there. Um, I'm still up and down whether I'm going to keep it or not, but I think I might just because the footy season is coming up. It'd be nice to be able to see some more games rather than watching what's on mainstream TV. Um, they only show what Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So they do show a lot, but obviously you got more options. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I know there's been a few trial games and a few um, the warm up games sort of coming up on the NRL. I haven't been keeping an eye on them, so I've got to do a bit better with that. But when the season starts, we'll definitely keep an eye, keep an eye on the scores and keep an update. Hopefully the Raiders can do well this year. Um, it's a bit of a shame that they didn't do well last season, but yeah, hopefully they'll be able to pull their head in. Um, so I follow a page on Facebook and it's to do with basketball cards. Obviously you guys have figured out I like basketball, but basketball cards were a big thing for me growing up as a kid. My cousin and I used to collect them. We'd go and do swap days. I still remember this as vivid as anything. There was, when we were growing up in Canberra, we used to catch the bus to the Woden shopping center. And every, I think it was on Sundays, Sunday around that sort of 10 to lunchtime, outside of the local card store there, they'd have swap meets. So you'd just sit down with other people and you'd trade cards and flick through each other's cards and, you know, work out a swap. I'll swap you this for these two or this for this. And it was really cool. So vivid memory from my childhood. But I follow a page where they show cards, they grade them, they price them. 
Anyway, there was a card that came up, and it was graded an 8.5. So 8.5 is pretty good. You think, obviously, 10 being very good or near perfect or perfect. Um, so 8.5 is pretty good condition, but it was a Kobe Bryant special edition insert card, as you'd probably as you'd probably say. Um, just sold for $2 million. So just let that sink in for a minute. A basketball card worth or sold for $2 million. Now, I know Kobe passed away. He was a phenomenal player, but that's a lot of money for a basketball card. So, yeah, that's uh, definitely an investment for somebody. I don't know how much more it would go up from $2 million, but I guess you'll see. I'm hoping at some point, at one point, he obviously will, but when Michael Jordan passes away, touch wood, um, I'll have a bit of a nest egg there because I've got a good amount of Michael Jordan cards because he was obviously my favourite player back in the day. Um, but it also has like a good collection of full set of cards and all other cards. So I'm hoping that's going to be my, uh, my retirement plan one day. <laughs> I doubt it, but I can hope. I can hope. So... Yeah, just thought that was uh, that was interesting. A two million dollar basketball card. So, speaking of money, and uh, lots and lots and lots of money, um, I I came across this and I heard about this on another podcast. So I thought, oh, I just want to look into this and see more on the metaverse. Um, metaverse real estate sales topped five million dollars, and are projected to double this year. So, real estate sales on the four main metaverse platforms reached $501 million in 2021. That is insane, but is projected that at this pace, sales could reach nearly $1 billion in 2022. That is fucking insane for buying real estate in the metaverse that you can't see, you can't, I, I, I really can't work this one out, guys. It's just blowing me away. Hey, it's insane. But yeah, apparently it's, uh, yeah, it's going insane. The old, uh, the old metaverse, it's, um. Yeah, sales are booming, and according to this podcast, people are saying that it's a it's a gamble, but it's also could be a good investment. Uh, who knows? But that's just that's just freaky, stupid amount of money. So obviously, there's a lot of companies or very rich people banking on this metaverse is going to pay dividends. But I don't know. I guess we will. Uh, Guess we will see. Um, just back on the floods that have been going on. I don't want to sound insensitive, but there's photos coming out that you're seeing of sort of now that it's dying now that it's sort of dying off and the weather's somewhat clearing and everything. Photos are being shared on social media of things that people have done during the floods or before the floods of their cars and things they've done to sort of prevent damage to cars. And I think there's some houses on there, but 
I found one photo very funny. The person had a probably a, a modified um, Isuzu MUX. So, you know, still pretty relatively expensive car, 50 grand or 40 grand. They'd gone and raised it on about, oh, I think when I counted, there was probably about eight or eight or nine pallets. And they've lifted it up on the pallets and you could see the water line was, oh, maybe two pallets from the top. So, I mean, it rose pretty high, but I thought that was a really innovative idea, guys, because you could imagine car got flooded obviously it's not going to work it's then got to go and see if it can be fixed or it's going to be a write-off and then you got to go through insurance companies so i can kind of see why they've done it but i just found it hilarious when i seen the photo and i sort of looked and went they must have got that on there with a bloody forklift or something so oh yeah like i said don't want to laugh at the tragic that's happened but obviously there are going to be photos like that or things you hear that might just add a little bit of humour to it. Might give people something to laugh at. Um, but the other one my brother-in-law just sent me tonight, which, another funny one. Um, just bring up the photo here. Energex crews have found a quad bike stuck on a power line in Gympie, just showing how high the floodwaters rose. So the photo you see is the quad bike's just hanging off the power line from its handlebars. And, yeah, so one very funny because it's just hanging there i wouldn't think a quad would hang off the power line because they're pretty heavy those quads so but obviously it's um those power lines are pretty uh durable but that just goes to show you how high that water got in gimby just being that it got to the power line like that's yeah that's some serious water so but yeah funny photo um I don't imagine anybody's probably going to claim the quad bike. Um, I'd say that a one-on-one for the tip. It'll be flooded and God knows what'll be going on with that. It probably could be repaired if you want to spend the time on it. But yeah, 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 I just found that funny. So anyway, guys, that's uh, that's a wrap tonight. We'll make it a short and sweet one. Like I said in the beginning, I hope everybody's safe from the floods. I hope everybody is okay no damage to houses, hope family members, kids, everybody's safe, pets as well, hope pets are okay, um, yeah, hope everybody's okay, enjoy your week guys, enjoy your weekend, um, you know, if you've liked anything on the episode, give it a like, give it a share, subscribe to the podcast, and uh, once again, um, any feedback or anything would be good, but uh, yeah, hopefully everybody has a good one, really appreciate the listen guys, Thanks very much and have a good one.